fellow lupus spirits, and welcome to Lupus Life. I'm Corey Hollingsworth, and I am a spiritual advisor and meditation facilitator who lives with and manages systemic lupus erythematosus, also known as lupus. The purpose of Lupus Life podcast is to offer firsthand easy and simple ways to manage the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of lupus. Today's topic is calming activities. Last week's episode was about feeling overwhelmed. And so this week, I thought I would follow up with ways to remain calm. I know that during last week's episode, I mentioned things that can be done to minimize feelings of being overwhelmed. And so this week, I want to have the subtopic of tears, pain, and prayer. And I know that I've had previous podcast episodes about crying for yourself, praying for yourself, ways to manage pain. And this particular episode today is an extension of those episodes and a few more ideas about activities that can create calmness. Now, these are some activities that I use to feel calm, to regain calmness, and also to be mindful of the spiritual aspect of my being and the emotional aspect of my being. So I'd like to share a few of these with you. The first one that I'd like to review is the need for rest. We live in a very hyper information-based, overstimulated society most of the time. And it is really easy to forget that we need rest from our, not just our daily lives, but from things that we tend to include in our lives that can cause our brains to become overstimulated. I'm talking about binge watching TV, watching the news, playing on your phone or your tablet, spending time on the computer. So if we really want to sustain and maintain a semblance of calmness, we need to turn off these external stimulators. And it's really challenging to do that when we live in a world that almost requires us to be tuned in all the time. And my generation didn't grow up with fear of missing out. So, and I'm not overly into that mental state anyway. I have no problem being left out of whatever is the newest, greatest, latest thing in the world. So I guess for me, it might be easier to tune out external stimuli, especially technology. But if we really want to appreciate real rest, we really need to tune out everything. That does not mean that we cannot engage in calming activities. So a lot of the stimuli that we're exposed to in this day and age tends to be extrinsic, which means external to ourselves. And I'm someone who has hobbies that tend to be very intrinsic or require internal 
stimulation. So what do I mean by this? I am a meditation facilitator. So meditating is a huge way for me to become calm and centered in my emotional being and in my spiritual being. Doesn't mean the human part of me isn't going to freak out. Hence last week's episode about being overwhelmed and this week's episode about calming activities. Internal things that I do is I have been keeping a journal since I was 10 years old. I am currently in my early 50s and so I've been keeping a journal for a long time. And a journal doesn't mean that you have to keep it every day or that you have to put every single thought, feeling or whatever into it. For me, I use it as a way to vent. I use it as a way to calm myself and it can be very intrinsically or internally calming to write down thoughts and to write down feelings. And so I know that as a writer, I tend to be an observer of humans and nature and other things in the world. And a few days ago, I sat in a coffee shop, one of my favorite places to write because everyone goes into a coffee shop, every walk of life, every person, every, I've just noticed a wide variety of people tend to go into coffee shops. And so I love to sit and observe people for writing ideas, for character ideas. And my latest coffee shop adventure involved just writing down simple observations about things that people were doing, saying, or exhibiting. So I found this to be very calming. It's an exercise that I highly recommend doing because when we start to observe others, we tend to internalize or observe our own inner calmness or the opposite of that can happen where we can be stimulated by what other people are doing, saying, thinking or feeling. But in my case, I try to see it as an opportunity to observe others. And a few of the things that I made a list of, I made two pages of lists of observations. And one of, I mean, just simple things like a pom-pom keychain on a purse, a perfect braid in someone's hair, yellow shoes, a pink cup. I mean, just all of these little things that I could add adjectives and describe without writing an actual sentence or an actual story or an actual character, just simple observations. And so this is one of the ways that in the busy world, I find calmness is to just observe people and the little things in people. This may or may not work for you. It's just a suggestion and it works for me. Other things that I tend to do for internal expression of emotion is I read. I am someone who's been reading since I was about four years old. I am an avid reader. I love reading everything. I have a couple of genres that are my favorite genres to read, but I try to read things that take me in out of the world and into my imagination. So our imagination can be a great way to escape. So whether you're writing your own stories, which would go hand in hand with journaling, or if you're reading things that allow you to escape, 
escape that can cause an internal calming. I highly encourage you to read and avoid reading news, avoid reading things on your computer or your phone. Just pick up some literature or some poetry or a book that you've always wanted to read. And that can cause an escape. And the brain is in a different space because it's internalizing with the imagination as opposed to internalizing with external stimulation in the world. I do have a podcast episode about praying for yourself. And as I will always say, my disclaimer is religion has very little to do with prayer when we really are connecting with our higher self, our soul, our spirit, the entity or entities that we consider to be God or a higher being. So whatever prayer means to you, you can make up your own prayers, your own mantras, your own chants. If you have a particular religion, you can recite prayers within that religion. Pray for yourself, pray for others, pray for the planet, pray for nature, whatever you find to be peaceful that allows you to meditate and connect with whatever you consider to be a higher being. Another way to sustain calmness in my world living with lupus is to nap. And I've mentioned before the need for rest and the need for napping and I'm not talking about the three-hour nap, even though if that's what you need, then go for it. Sometimes for me, just 30 minutes in the middle of the day, granted not while I'm at work, for me it usually only happens during the weekends, just a half an hour, 30 minutes of napping can be very restful. And I would highly encourage this to be maybe part of a meditation practice or part of a prayer practice where you combine napping with internal mindfulness. I hope this information helps you. I highly encourage you to engage in whatever activities you find to be calming and whatever activities allow you to experience tears, pain, prayer, release, and just finding that centeredness and that calmness within yourself. Thank you for joining me today. As a reminder, I have two books on Amazon. The first one is Little Lupus Spirit Book, and the second one is Reconnecting with Your True Self. The links for both of these books can be found on the description for this website and this episode. I can be reached on my website, CoreyHollingsworth.wixsite.com. I have contact page on my website where you can reach me. Please feel free to follow and share Lupus Life Podcast and friend Lupus Life Podcast on Facebook. Have a beautiful day and have a beautiful week.